This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You know, one thing I've noticed over the years, everybody seems to act like they are an expert when it comes to the law. I've had uh, more times where I've had expert opinions and advice coming from my Uber driver or from the barber than I have had uh, coming from an actual lawyer. But one of the people in Vancouver that tackles this by answering questions that people actually have, and I love this about her, is Kyla Lee, a lawyer at Acumen Law, who goes on social media and takes even some of the wackiest questions out there and keeps a straight face. Well, she smiles, but more or less keeps a straight face and uh, provides some insight and the right answers on many things, uh, most of which are traffic-related, but many things relating to the law. And she's with us now. Kyla, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. You know, Kyla, I was talking with our technical producer, Talia Miller, just uh, before the show, and uh, I showed her my TikTok feed. And uh, you're coming up more and more often. And maybe that's the algorithm. Uh, you know, I like news. You like news. We follow issues. But uh, I, I see you're posting a whole bunch in there. And with that must come uh, some really bizarre questions that you get. Am I right with that part so far? Oh, absolutely. I get a lot of very strange questions on social media and in person and, you know, over uh, over email. Okay, so without having you perhaps written them down, what are the, some of the wildest ones, and you can even go by themes, that you've come across in 2022? Uh, well, one that I get a lot that I think is the strangest one is people who ask me about sort of that, that free man of the land or natural person defense. Um, even though it's it's pretty clear in a lot of news stories, court decisions, and uh, information that's readily available that there isn't a defense to say that you're a natural person and therefore you didn't enter into a contract with the government to be bound by the law and the law can't apply to you unless you agree to let it apply to you. Uh, people still ask me, you know, is this true or does this have any validity or, or if I, you know, don't uh, sign a contract with the government. Do, can I do whatever I want? So that one is the one that surprises me the most. And, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that and kind of not funny, but I've got um, a friend of my spouse who uh, talks about that natural person and has gone to court with it with even some very serious matters and gone right before a judge. And I think, oh, God, that's going to be risky. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. But they do. Where do they get their information it seems like a lot of it is coming out of like conspiracy YouTube videos. Um, and I think they're also now pretty prolific on TikTok, but as well as um, on blog posts that people have written about this. And, if, you know, this is you mentioned the algorithm earlier. This is sort of one of the negative aspects of the algorithm is the more you sort of respond positively to content online, the more it's going to feed you the same type of content. So people end up in these echo chambers where they're hearing inaccurate information and then because they hear it from so many sources, they persuade themselves that it must be true. 
Oh, absolutely. But, you know, you have been uh, on TikTok yourself uh, a lot in the last year. Um, What are some of the others you've come across? Oh, lots of people want to know um, what they should, can and should do at roadblocks. Lots of um, questions about, you know, how far they have to unroll their windows, what information they have to provide to the police, um, and whether or not they have to comply with demands to participate in sobriety testing like breathalyzers or, or field sobriety tests. And I've always been curious about this one, too. And I I saw you answering this a little bit, but I I still felt awkward um, uh, because I I thought if I was ever, unfortunately, in that situation, which I intend never to be in. But, uh, you know, when you are stopped and asked questions by a police officer, one of the pieces of advice that you give is don't say anything. That's not easy. It's not easy for a talk show host. It's really easy for me to say, you know, don't answer questions about drinking or don't say where you're coming from. Um, but putting into practice, even for myself, is uh, is hard because we're sort of socialized in we all our. Want to be yeah, we all want to be liked. We want to be polite. We want to, you know, answer the officer's questions. And we're told even too, you know, the way that we're brought up with police in schools and police in communities, um, that the police are our friends. So we think that it's okay to answer these questions. But if something goes wrong and you end up failing that breathalyzer test, those statements are going to be used against you. They almost, in fact, will. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be something that's almost a guarantee from what I understand following what you have been saying. Uh, But by the way, you do have a solution to those that uh, may feel awkward with not saying anything. And I like this. You know what I'm talking about? I do. (laughs) And it's uh, just to say, lawyer told me not to talk to you. Uh, the police will know uh, probably that you watched one of my TikTok videos if you answer their questions with that statement. Love that. I absolutely love that. Um, so what made you decide to go and start using TikTok more often? Well, I saw that there were a lot of people, particularly young people on TikTok. And for me, you know, it's very important to give people accurate legal information, accurate information about their rights and responsibilities, because, of course, I see the aftermath of when people don't comply with their legal obligations or they don't understand their rights. And, you know, it's easy to educate people on Twitter when there's a certain demographic that's on Twitter and a certain demographic that's on Facebook. But to reach that younger generation, I needed to go to where they were so that I could make sure that they're, you know, essentially growing up with the correct information about how to conduct themselves in police investigations. That's fantastic. But you you must have a thick skin, eh? Yeah, I do. There are some hurtful comments on there from time to time, but I try and laugh them off because, you know, people on the Internet, the anonymity is like a shield. It's not something that people would say to your face. And half the time, the people that make mean comments to me, if they get in trouble, end up calling me anyway. So, yeah, true enough. Um, (laughs) When it comes to law enforcement and uh, some of the uh, reaction to what you've been saying, is it mixed or is it always, uh, hey, Kyla, uh, you know, you shouldn't be doing uh, this? uh, Why are you uh, talking about that? Um, What do you get from law enforcement? You know, a lot of police officers um, that I see in court um, pull me aside and tell me they really appreciate 
the information that I am putting out there because I'm not telling anybody to make a police officer's life more difficult. In fact, I've in, in a lot of my videos advocated being polite um, and cooperating with all of the things that you are legally obligated to comply with. And for them, they appreciate that because instead of having somebody yelling in their face and swearing at them or telling them they don't have authority to do what they're doing, they get people who know their rights, know their obligations and exercise them in a much more effective manner for everybody that's conducting the investigation or participating in it. Absolutely. You know, something else I noticed, uh, I don't know if it was on TikTok, may have been on Twitter, but uh, something you did that really impressed me over the last year is a young lawyer in court. You actually helped out this young lawyer with understanding uh, when you could actually step in and, uh, and call out a judge. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing, especially since the pandemic, a lot of young lawyers haven't had the same type of mentorship and connections um, that uh, that they would get otherwise, because a lot of courts been remote or people have been working from home. Um, so for me as well, it's very important that younger generations of lawyers see um, how lawyering is done and, and know how to uh, help themselves and help their clients in effective ways. Absolutely. Kyla Lee, thanks so much uh, for sharing time. Uh, You're still going to use TikTok in uh, 2023, I would imagine? I will. So hopefully I'll see you on there. (laughs) Okay.